As I think about the people, specifically the women, that have marked my life the most, I think about some of the characteristics, some of the distinctions that made them stand out in my life, right? And they are these things that, for whatever reason, I've always felt like I've struggled with them. They are the things that have been the hardest for me to wrap my head around and to feel like I've made strides in. And one of those things I talk about a lot, actually two of those things I talk about a lot, but the one that we're going to start with, I think trumps all of them and we are going to talk about why. But the funny thing about them is that as I examine them as, and I, as I work on these traits or these distinctions, I actually call them decisions now and you're going to see why in a minute. But as I think about these decisions, they're also things that I've come to realize our desire to have them can actually hold us back if we don't understand really what they are and where they come from, right? And they can be also when you understand them and when you work on them the right way, they can be these liberating forces that take you to the other side when you can actually experience these emotions in the right way. And see, that's the thing about these three things that we're going to be talking about today. They can be examined or or perceived as emotions they can be seen as traits or they can be seen as qualities but most people approach them as these um, almost innate things that you're either born with or you're not or as these lofty things that take forever to achieve and therefore can hold you back and keep you from achieving the things that you want to achieve. But what I would love for us to do today in the next 20 minutes or so is demystify these concepts, talk about what they really are, examine how we can perceive them, and then see what we can do in order to leverage them in the most positive and most productive way. I believe that these three concepts we're going to talk about, all of which begin with C, these three C's, are going to, once we understand them and once we tap into them, are going to help us understand how we lead ourselves in a different way, how we can elevate our lives to the next level and take the people we love and care about with us, and how we can advance farther and faster than we've ever thought possible just by committing to making these three things the clear, like what they really are, right? Making these these three things what they really are and leveraging them in the right way to elevate our leadership to elevate ourselves, how we manage our emotions, and how we work with the people around us. Are you ready to know what these three C's are and how to leverage them and use them to your advantage? Then stick around for this conversation of Sincerely Speaking. Hi, I'm your coach, Marcy Amaro, and I'm here to support you, to encourage you, and to help you take your life to that next level that you've been dreaming about. I'm here to help you reconnect with your calling, rediscover your true self, and step into the life, the business, the career, the relationships that you've been dreaming about. It is possible to lead the life that you've been dreaming about. It is possible to have success in every area, and it is possible to define your life on your terms. Are you ready to figure out all the ways in which you can do that? Then join me for Sincerely Speaking. Can't wait to connect with you. So before I dive into what the three C's are and the distinctions that we're going to say, I want to preface our conversation by saying this. 
When I tell you what the three C's are, and you're probably already going over some options in your head, right? And the ch chances are that you are going to get at least one or two right, if not all three. This is not a new conversation, right? Nothing that I'm going to say today, the words that I am going to present to you, and the, the fact that they're important, right, is not new. You know this. I'm not going to give you some earth-shattering revelation about the fact that these three things are important and that they can propel you to a new level. In fact, if you go back and listen to previous podcast episodes, previous episodes of my podcast, you will realize that I talk about these things all the time. But I want us to take a moment to promise ourselves that instead of saying, oh, I know this already, we're going to stop and say, okay, what else can I learn from this? And how can I use this, right? You know those questions I got from Marie Folio a long time ago, and they changed the way I approach teaching and learning. So it's important. What else can I learn from this? And how can I, can I use this, right? How can this work for me? And when you ask yourself those questions as we progress, you're going to open your mind and your heart and your soul and your spirit to new possibilities that you might not have considered before. Because it's being exposed to something continually and over and over and over dulls us and makes familiarity breeds contempt, right? You've heard that before. So when we hear something over and over and over, or when we hear a concept over and over and over, we can get to the space where we're like, oh, I already know everything there is to know about it. Okay, I'm done. And we can block ourselves from experiencing amazing new transformational uh, experiences, pardon the redundance, right? through this new understanding or this new way of seeing something that we thought we already knew it's almost like it's it's kind of like when your kid if you're a parent becomes a teen right and you've been seeing this kid every day for 10 12 13 years and then suddenly you take a look at them and they're completely different and then when they turn 18 or 21 and they become adults you do another double take and you're like wait that's the same kid that i've been seeing every day for all these years but suddenly they look so different right so it's that same thing or like when you have a sibling that you grew up with your entire life and then suddenly you each get married and you go your separate ways and you reunite after a while and you see them in a new light. So it's the same thing with these concepts and I want to invite you to open your eyes to the possibility that we might be looking at them from a slightly different approach today because we're going to be busting some myths about it. And as we talk about these concepts, if you can make just one new distinction, one new tweak, that might just be enough to propel you to the next level and to help you use these concepts in ways that you have never considered or experienced before. Okay, so enough beating around the bush. Here are the three things that we're going to be talking about. We're going to be talking about clarity, we're going to be talking about confidence, and we're going to be talking about commitment. So clarity, confidence, and commitment. Now you already know that I have a completely different view on confidence and we're going to talk about why I'm bringing up confidence today in a minute. But before we get there, let's just go in order, right? So clarity. Clarity is fundamental. If we are not clear on where we want to go, what we really want, and why it is that we want it, 
all of our attempts to get somewhere are going to feel like we're in a maze, right? Like we are moving and going through different areas and going past walls and making turns, but we're not even sure if we are moving away from the center, back towards the center, if we're look, getting closer to an exit or what's going on, right? So when we don't have clarity, it's kind of like getting in a car and in a strange place that you don't know and just drive, right? Or being dropped off in the middle of nowhere with no bearings, no compass, no map, no direction, and just walk and try to find your way. So when we're not clear, we end up wondering, right? And I've made this distinction before. Wondering, for the sake of wondering, it's not gonna get you anywhere. Like it's fun to just wander for a little bit and discover things, but if you don't have time to waste, or if you are actually looking to achieve something, Wandering is just going to keep you looping in circle. It's going to deplete your energy. It's going to use up your resources. It's not going to take you where you want to go. So clarity is going to help you streamline your decision making. It's going to help you figure out where your best your resources are best spent. And it's also going to, most importantly, help you understand whether the direction you're going down in, whether the direction you're taking, it's actually the direction you should be taking, right? The thing about clarity, though, is many people get paralyzed by the thought that they're not 100% clear. And that's the other extreme, right? Like we either go at it just in a wandering mode, right? Not knowing anything, let's just go and we're just going to run with it and see where we land. Or we go to the other extreme and it's like, no, until I'm 100% clear, I'm not moving. I'm not budging. I'm not moving a muscle. Now, here's the thing about clarity. You don't need 100% crystal clear clarity in order to have direction, in order to move forward. All you need to know in order to be clear is where you're starting and the destination that you want to get to. That's really all you need to know. See, people want to know the origin, the destination, every single step along the way, all the obstacles they're gonna encounter, how many times they're gonna have to stop for gas, like every detail related to the journey. And that is what becomes paralyzing because then it's too much to handle. But as long as you know where you're at and where you want to go, and you're really clear on the fact that that's where you want to go, right? Like, that's the one thing that I would tell you. Get as clear as you can on it. And you're still never going to be 100% clear. But if you know that the destination you want is this, then anything else that happens along the way is not going to matter as much. As long as you know where you're starting from and where you want to get to, and you can see that there is a way to get there, you can figure everything else out. It's kind of like when you set your GPS to go from here to wherever you want to go. Like I live in Florida, let's say I'm going from Florida to New York, right? I set the GPS and I start going. Now that trip from Florida to New York is, from where I live to New York, is over 24 hours, right? So chances are that as I'm going, following the GPS, at some point there might be an accident or there might be a traffic jam or there might be some weather that's unexpected and the GPS might suggest other routes. I can take the other route and still get to New York. I don't have to be so in love with or so focused on the route itself that I miss the forest for the trees, so to speak, right? That I miss the, the idea of 
possibly even getting there faster if I allow myself to be a little bit flexible in the strategy, in the way, the approach, how I get there, right? Which is one of the things that I work with my clients a lot because they're like, okay, I want to be here, I'm here, and I want to get here. Like, for, for example, I'm in a job and I want to build a business that can help me quit my job. Wonderful, I can help you do that. But a lot of them are like, no, but I want to do it exactly like so-and-so did it. And I need to have this and have this and have that. And Well, do you like that? Does that resonate with you? Does that make sense to you, to who you are? Then why are you insisting on, oh, because that's the path? Not necessarily. That was the path to that other, for that other person. That doesn't necessarily mean it's the path for you, right? And when you are flexible in the strategy, right? Flexible in the route, but you are firm and clear on where you're at and where you want to go, then you can just start taking steps. And as you start taking those steps, the next ones will reveal themselves. And it's not that heavy and it doesn't feel that that loaded, right? Because, and this is honestly, this has been the, the biggest struggle for me in building my business and in my life in general. I always want to know. I want to know what's going to happen, how it's going to happen, how I'm going to handle it, what's going to be. And I want to be 100% clear on the path. But that's not the way life works, right? And I've had to learn that usually 99.9% of the time, once I know where I am and where I want to be, anything else that I label as lack of clarity is actually fear rearing its head so that I stop and not move forward, right? And we all know that when we give into fear, that is a very dangerous space to be in. So I feel the fear, I look it in the eye, I thank it, and I'm like, okay, I know where I need to go. As long as I can still see that I'm moving in the right direction, I'm taking the next step. And once I take that one, the fear dissipates and I can clearly see the next step, right? So the clarity piece is not about being able to see the entire stairwell, so to speak, or about being able to see the entire path opened between here and where we want to go. It's about seeing clearly the next step. And once we take that one, trusting that we will then see clearly the following step. So clarity is about knowing where I'm at, knowing where I want to go, and just making sure that I'm taking each step, knowing that once I take that one, the next one will become clear. So we want clarity in the step by step by step, not in the overall process. I hope that makes sense. So the first thing is to understand that we're never going to be 100% crystal clear on everything that we need to know or everything that we need to do in order to take the sleep or do whatever we need to do, right? It's about trusting that once I know where I'm at and I'm clear on where I want to go, what my final destination is, then each new step will reveal the next step to take, right? The second thing is confidence. And confidence, I talk about a whole lot. There's plenty of episodes on confidence. Um, and you can just scroll through and find them. If you don't see them, if you're watching on YouTube and you don't see them, it's because I started posting my podcast on YouTube not too long ago. But you can go to any podcast platform, Find Sincerely Speaking, and go back. And you're going to see that I've been talking about confidence for a really long time. And here's what I'm going to tell you. Confidence 
is not a prerequisite, it's a result. And I talk about this all the time. So when we're looking at confidence, most of the time, what we really need or what we really want is not confidence at all. Because confidence comes after we prove to ourselves or we show ourselves that we have the capability of doing the thing that we want to do, right? So confidence comes after developing or building the skill or the competence that we need in order to do the thing and after doing the thing so that we can look back and say, well, if I did it, then I can do it again, right? So confidence doesn't come before the thing. Confidence is the result of the thing. I hope that made sense. But most of the time when people talk about, um, I'm sorry if that noise bugged you, my mic was about to fall. Um, but most of the time when people talk about confidence in order to achieve or in order to lead themselves into a new level or to do whatever it is that they need to do, what they're looking for is an emotion or a feeling. What they're looking for is that sensation in their body that allows them to feel like they believe they can do whatever it is that is in front of them or like whatever is in front of them is going to turn out okay right? So when you are looking for confidence, what most of us are really looking for is certainty or assurance. And that feeling that it generates inside of us when we feel certain or assured, right? So it's this comfort, is this ease, is this feeling in our body that we're almost energized to move forward. That is what we're really looking for. And I'm here to tell you, you can actually generate that. You can engineer feeling that way by doing three quick things. Shift your focus, shift the frame, and shift your physiology. If you can do those three quick shifts, you're going to experience the sensations that we normally attach to feeling confident without necessarily having to Go through the process of what actually builds true confidence, all right? So what does that look like? Let's say that I want to speak in front of a large group of people and I'm feeling nervous, right? That feeling of anxiety or nervousness does not align with feeling the, uh, the experience of confidence, right? The emotion of confidence in your body. So the very first thing I need to do is shift my focus so that I can shift um, that sensation. And the shift in the focus is about understanding that this thing that I'm doing, there's a reason why I'm doing it. That's why they keep telling you, know your why, know your why, know your why. Because if you know that there's a reason why you're doing it, and 99.9% .9 of the time for most people, those reasons are more to do, have more to do with others and with helping others than with helping themselves. Then we can start looking outward and change and shift that focus outside of us and onto the people that we're going to help, onto the people that we're there to serve, and onto the outcome that we know we can produce for them, right? Because most of us will do more for others than we do for ourselves. So if we shift our focus and we stop thinking so much about how are we gonna look, what are they gonna think about us, what are we gonna do, then, and we start thinking about the other people and how they're going to benefit, how they're going to grow, how they're going to get better, then that will instantly shift and change my sensation in my body from one of uncertainty and nervousness 
to one of feeling that energy or that excitement or that emotion that we typically associate with confidence. I hope that's making sense, right? So once we shift the focus, then the other thing that we get to do is shift the frame. Now, have you ever had the experience of taking a picture or an image to print something that is either just the plain print or is in a, an inexpensive frame that maybe it came with or that you got just to make ends meet until you could get a better one and it's just this simple frame or no frame at all and then you go and you get a nice expensive luxurious looking frame and you put that same picture that same print in that new wonderful looking frame and suddenly the entire image changes suddenly the entire picture or print takes on new life and it looks like a completely different completely different image have you had that experience well that's the same idea with frames when it comes to what we're talking about when it comes to our conversation right when we experience any kind of emotion and this is general but right now we're talking about that nervousness turned into confidence right when we experience any kind of emotion the sensations in our body are tricky because when we really stop to think about it the sensation that i feel for example when i'm nervous which is butterflies in my stomach maybe i get a little clammy and i start sweating or my heart beats fast is the exact same sensations that i feel in my body when i'm excited when i'm in anticipation when i'm in expectation in a good way right so we can choose which one of these two emotions or labels we're going to attach to the sensations in our body and that is what changing the frame means is instead of putting on this frame that makes the image look cheap and just not that attractive then let's put this frame on that makes it look luxurious and expensive and wonderful right so instead of feeling the butterflies and all these things that i just mentioned and saying oh i'm anxious or i'm nervous say oh i am so excited and just to shift the frame and you say well marcy it's really not that easy because what i'm feeling really is anxiety well is it is it really Whatever meaning we attach to the experiences in our body and the thoughts in our mind, it's a choice that we're making. It's made up anyway. So if it's made up anyway, why not make up one that helps you and that serves you, right? And then finally, if you shift your physiology, if you f shift your physical state, that is going to trick your brain into thinking that you're actually feeling differently and it's going to change the way that you approach the whole thing so there you go for confidence just create those three shifts and that is going to change so that you can experience the emotion that we tend to equate with confidence and then you can work on building actual confidence as you go and we can you can go back and look at and, and find some of my other podcast episodes or we can talk about that later and if you really 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 feel like you still need help with that just go to my website marciamaro.com there's a button to schedule a free 30-minute call schedule a call and we'll talk about it i'll help you through it all right but then to the last thing so we talked about clarity we talked about confidence and the last thing is commitment see all of these pieces come together and they really become a force that makes you unstoppable when you have a true commitment 
and I will explain really quickly why that is important and what that looks like. So most of us have intentions and a lot of us are not even fully clear on what our intentions are, but most of us have intentions. So I have an intention of creating something or I have an intention of getting there early or I have an intention of that is my plan. That's basically what intention is, is your plan, is what you are planning to do and what you are thinking you're going to do, right? And nobody has an intention while in the back of their mind thinking, well, I'm going to say that this is what I want to do, but really, you know, I'm not going to do it at all. That's not what we do. But when we are simply in the intention, in the plan stage, that's what I plan to do. That's what my intention is. Unless we add commitment to it, right? It's very easy to let go of a plan. When you let go of a commitment, that's a lot harder. First of all, commitment means means literally cutting away everything else, right? When you're committing to something, everything else is not an option. Everything else is pushed aside. And everything else is just not something that we're willing to consider because we made a commitment to this particular path, to this particular thing that we got clear on on the first step, right? We are dead set on getting there no matter what. So when there's a commitment, you are giving your word to yourself that you're going to do this. You want to add some fuel to it? Tell some really close people to you, okay, this is what I'm committed to doing. If I don't do it, you hold me to the fire. You make sure that I move my butt and that I get in gear and do the thing that I said I was going to do, right? But when there's true commitment, when there's true commitment, then you don't take your own excuses. Then you don't buy into your own negative role of chatter in your head. And you don't allow any external forces to influence your moving forward, right? Commitment looks like being in the middle of a storm, seeing the lighthouse at the end, right, over there where the, where the land is, and just focusing on that light no matter what comes at you. That's what commitment looks like. It's knowing that if you don't make it to that light, you are dying. So you, you're going to make it to that light. No matter what happens, no matter how many uh, thunder rolls you hear, no matter how many rocks hit your boat, no matter how many holes you get in your boat, you're getting there because that's your lifeline, right? So when you're really committed, you're not letting anything get in the way. You're getting there. And you might be saying, Marcy, you're being so tragic. But let me tell you this. And when I truly understood this, it completely changed my life. And it's not that I'm perfect. I'm still working on all these things, right? I still struggle with all these things. But when I understood what I'm about to tell you, there was such a shift in the way I do things that I, I'm completely different because of understanding this, right? And here's what it is. Every time you break a commitment with yourself, you're killing a part of you. I'll say it again. Every time you break a commitment with yourself, you are killing a part of yourself. Because every time you break a commitment to yourself, what you're telling yourself is that you can't be trusted. 
And when you don't trust yourself, then all the other things that we've been talking about, that sensation of confidence, that ability to set clear paths and to know where you are and where you want to go, the ability to build relationships, the ability to learn new skills and do things in a way that is powerful and impactful, everything else that you're trying to build is going to be increasingly diffi- uh, more difficult right? when you do not trust yourself. And so when you start distrusting your own word, when you don't trust yourself to do the thing you say you're going to do, what is going to end up happening is that you're going to give up trying. And those dreams start dying. And with them, a part of you dies as well. So commitment. Remember that image of the lighthouse. I love lighthouses. They are my favorite thing in the world to look at, really, other than my kids. Because they remind me of two very important things. One, there is a light that guides me. And for me, that's God, right? So every time I look at a lighthouse, I know that God is doing the same thing. He's lighting a path for me. He's illuminating the way home, even if I can't see everything else. So it reminds me of that. And it also reminds me of the fact that in any situation when i make a commitment my commitment is my lighthouse and i'm going to encounter storms and i'm going to have the winds blowing and i'm going to have the rocks coming my way and i'm going to have the wind the the thunder and the lightning and all these other things happening but i am making it to that light no matter what because that's where my salvation is that is where my life rests that is where i emerge at the other side victorious right so We need to re-examine the thoughts that we have around these three concepts, I believe, because I believe that there are going to be some major shifts happening in the marketplace, in the world, in our country that are going to demand of us, and they're already happening, right? They're going to demand of us that we are the person that can lead ourselves and the people that rely on us to the other side victorious right to get to that lighthouse get to shore in spite of the storm and everything else that is happening so i invite you today and this is like a really important invitation i think i feel more passionate about this invitation than most of the invitations i've made in the past three years of having this podcast but the invitation is to step into your clarity generate do everything that you need to do to generate that sensation, that emotion, that feeling of confidence in you, but mostly make the commitment that you're going to, no matter what, get to that destination that you know in your heart is the destination that you need to get to, so that you can, in fact, bring yourself and everybody you are leading towards that shore, towards that new land that is going to lead them to salvation. And I don't say that lightly. It is that time, right? And if you need help figuring any of this out, if you are listening to this going, okay, Marcy, I know you're right. I know there's a shift in the world. I know there's things that I get to do, but I am just not sure about what that is for me or how to get started. Or if you are simply feeling so overwhelmed, burned out and tired that you can't take another step. Or if you know that there's a calling upon your life, you know that there's something 
that you're meant to do in this world and you know it's high time you got started doing it, then go to marciamaro.com, click that button at the top that says schedule my, 30, my free 30-minute path paving call, and let's get together and let's talk. Let's chat. And if it makes sense, I might invite you to join me in one of my programs, but there's really no obligation. It's all about making sure that you know what your next step is so that once you take that one, the next one will become clearer and you will continue your progress towards that light, that commitment, that destination. All right. I send you a lot of love, a lot of kisses, a lot of just great emotion so that you can move forward. I believe in you and I know you and I together can change the world. So until next time, I'm Marcia Amaro. This has been Sincerely Speaking. Share this with someone you love. See you soon. Bye.